You're listening to Pointing Toward Hope, conversations about overcoming trials and adversity through faith, hope, and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because with God, all things are possible. I'm your host, Wendy Bertinoli. We keep it real by sharing personal stories from myself and others who have overcome the various trials of life. From healthy mental tips to spiritual inspiration through our Savior Jesus Christ, we cover it all. Jump on board. Join us to move toward happiness, hope, and a more joy-filled life. Hello and welcome to Pointing Toward Hope. I'm your host, Wendy Bertinoli. This is episode four. Look up, lean in, walk tall. Last week, I was on my morning walk, which I have grown to love so much. It's something that I just picked up since COVID started. You know, having the time at home, not having to rush to get a workout in before I had to go to work, it's just allowed me more time to really take in my surroundings and nature, and it's really been a lot of fun. Breathing in the fresh air has just been a balm to my soul that I didn't know I needed, and I'm so glad that I've taken the time to do that. And I highly encourage it if you have even five or 10 minutes to go outdoors and just breathe in the fresh air and just unwind a little bit. It just will really help improve your day. Anyway, back to that recent morning, I walked out my door and it was cloudy and it was sprinkling a little bit and I considered going back in to do a streamed workout. I was a little worried because I don't know if you've ever been in a Tennessee rainstorm or not, but I grew up in the West and we do not have the buckets of rain downpours that are here in the South. I remember the very first time I was in a Southern downpour, I had to get out my phone and video it because it was so impressive. You know, I, I was thinking about that as I walked out in the rain and I thought if I got caught in a downpour, I was going to be drenched in about one minute. But then I heard that sweet whisper that I've become pretty familiar with say, keep going, I've got something special for you today. So I kept going. And sure enough, not far into my walk, I began to notice things that I didn't normally. I don't normally wear sunglasses on my walks because my sight, since I turned about 48, it's been pretty bad. And I just feel like sunglasses, even though they're made to protect your vision, kind of impair my vision a little more. So I don't wear them on my walks. And saying this, I know is going to sound completely contradictive because the reflection from the pavement and the sidewalk cause me to not be able to look up because I have to squint. And so I tend to look down a lot as I walk. So anyway, as I walked, I noticed that because it was cloudy, I could look up no problem. And I heard the whisper reinforce my thought, look up. I walked a few more feet and I heard another whisper, lean in. Now this one I'd been having repeatedly over the past several weeks, but now it was kind of all coming together for me. So here I am thinking, look up, lean in, and pondering upon that, I continued walking and soon the whisper came again, look up, lean in, walk tall. 
By this point, I'm thoroughly enjoying the light sprinkling on my face and the beautiful cloud cover that has allowed me to look up. And now I really feel like God is giving me this message to share with you. Look up, lean in, walk tall. Now, let me just say that I know this message that I'm about to share with you was impressed upon my heart for me, but I believe that there's someone out there today that needs to hear this message too. Maybe a handful of you. I'm the messenger and I just pray that I can do it adequately enough to be able to touch the heart of those who need it and the ones that God wants to hear this. It made me think of one of my favorite scriptures, Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. And then verse 7, which is often overlooked, be not wise in thine own eyes. I started thinking about a talk that I'd heard by Stanley Ellis in October of 2017 LDS General Conference, and I'll put that link in the show notes. He asked the question, do we trust him, meaning God? Do we trust his commandments to be for our good? Do we trust that the Lord does know each of us and wants to help us, even and especially in the midst of our trials, challenges, and hard times? Do we still trust Him? I recalled an event that I had several years ago at a week-long girls camp that I was called to be one of the leaders of. These camps are adventures in learning both physically and spiritually out in nature without the conveniences of everyday life no cell phones, no nice bathrooms. <laughs> it provides a canvas, so to speak, from the Lord to work with in helping these girls and ourselves as leaders grow closer to Him. So there was this hike that we did every year. It was called Mount Baldy. I'm not sure if there was a significance to that name or not. Maybe because it was surrounded by foliage and was flat and clear on the top. <laughs> I don't know. But it was not an easy hike. I remember the first mile and a half was not too terrible, but still a hike that was good for the younger girls who were on their first year of camp. Not too hard, but just hard enough to learn the lessons that they needed at that time. They stopped there in a meadow, had lunch, and then would trek back down to camp. The older girls were required to hike to the top of Mount Baldy, and it was not an easy climb. The last leg, a quarter mile or so, was pretty difficult. You could choose one of two paths to get to the top. The first wound round and round the mountain on a steep grade, eventually getting to the top. Though it was hard and longer than the other, it was not as difficult as the other and less chosen path, which was straight up the mountainside. Well, at least it felt like straight up to me. All I know is that it was steep enough that you could only see the very top of the cell phone tower that was at the completion of the hike. Some of the braver girls had already started to scurry up the side and the other leader and myself were drawing straws as to who was going to stay with which group of girls. Of course, I drew the short straw. I found myself hiking up the mountainside to try and catch up with the brave, courageous girls. Within several feet, I had to stop and catch my breath. 
my lungs were hot and my thighs were burning. I turned to glance down at some of the other girls behind me. Some were slowly making their way up and others had changed their minds and chosen the other path, which I might add was still not easy. I saw one girl really struggling but determined to keep going. I waited for her to catch up and grabbed her hand to urge her, keep going. I went a few more feet and had to stop and rest again. At this point, I was starting to question my forethought that I was in pretty good shape. Obviously, I still had some work to do. But then I heard that familiar whisper, do you trust me? Yes, I trust you, Lord. Then keep going, it will be worth it. So I continued to trudge my way up the mountainside. Now what I haven't told you about is that this particular year there was an extreme amount of rain the very first day of camp and we had been in mud up to our ankles. And I'm not exaggerating, our tennis shoes had been caked with mud the whole first day and our campsites were all a muddy mess. And me, not being a lover of the outdoors, I was pretty much ready to go home on the second day and we still had four days to go. but. I hadn't been to the top of Mount Baldy and I had volunteered to be one of the leaders to go. Besides that, the trail down the mountain had been closed for the day anyway because of the mud and so even if I had given up, the only way out was to walk on a very muddy, very long hike down the mountain trail and that would have been even more crazy than Mount Baldy. <laughs> I was second thinking that decision now. As we got a little higher, when we looked up, we could barely see the top of the tower. When we looked down, all we could see was the forest surrounding us. So up the side, we continued to go. Of course, I was highly reconsidering my ambitious volunteerism, but I'd been told by several, including the Lord, that it would be worth it. I heard that whisper again, do you trust me? And I was thinking, of course, Lord, of course I trust you but I was reminded of the many times that I hadn't trusted him. I thought of how our Savior must feel as he sees us constantly struggling to overcome the challenges that we face and the struggles that beat upon us during this life. I remember his coaxing. Do you trust me? We know that the Lord trusts us. He gave us this life and he has faith in us. He sees the view from above and he sees the amazing work of art that we can be. He trusts us to make good choices and to come to him when we inevitably make poor choices. He trusts us with our lives and with the lives of our children and these girls and those around us that he has asked us to watch over through his promptings. He trusts that we will do what he can't do. He trusts us to be his hands. He trusts us to continue our hike uphill through the trees, the rocks, the unseen obstacles and the mud to make it back to him. But the question is, do we trust him? Do we really trust him? He sees us at our best and at our worst. He sees us in our triumphs and our failures. He sees us in sickness and in health. He sees us today and he will see us tomorrow. He comes to us in the messiness, the broken, the heart-wrenching, and he restores us. Do we trust him enough to look up, to look to him, the source for our peace? 
Going back to Stanley Ellis' talk, he says, hard makes us stronger, humbles us, and gives us a chance to prove ourselves. The hard is the constant. We all have challenges. The variable is our reaction to the hard. That brings me to the second part, lean in. When I had this thought, I could picture a big, huge rock, the rock representing the Redeemer. I remembered a scripture that I'd recently read in Helaman 5.12 from the Book of Mormon, and I could picture that giant rock and just leaning into it and knowing that no matter what, that rock was solid. It wasn't going anywhere. The scripture comes from a story in the Book of Mormon where a father is counseling his sons and says, And now, my sons, remember, remember that it is upon the rock of our Redeemer, who is Christ, the Son of God, that ye must build your foundation, that when the devil shall send forth his mighty winds, yea, his shafts in the whirlwind, yea, when all his hell and his mighty storm shall beat upon you, it shall have no power over you to drag you down to the gulf of misery and endless woe, because of the rock upon which ye are built, which is a sure foundation, a foundation whereon, if men build, they cannot fail. That reminded me of the recent tornado that we had last March before this whole COVID thing started. And the destruction and devastation that people faced and how much of a struggle I was having at that time, just feeling so bad for the people who had lost so much. And so I had taken a trip to the Nashville Temple to just feel some peace. And I remember opening the scriptures that day and opening to this verse and thinking, just being so amazed that our Savior is so in tune with us that he knew exactly what I needed to hear. That when the devil shall send forth his mighty winds, yea, his shafts in the whirlwind, yea, when all his hell and his mighty storm shall beat upon you, it shall have no power over you to drag you down to the gulf of misery and endless woe. It was exactly what I needed on that day. This made me think to back to the Proverbs scripture, lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him. The rock, the one we lean to, hang on to for support. Pray to when all feels lost and crazy. It's him that we can trust. Look up to, lean into. Lean suggests a shift of balance, but maybe the shift that he's talking about there is the shift to him, the Savior. Shift to the rock, our Redeemer. Look up, lean in, and then walk tall. Only when one's heart is fixed on God can a person begin to think properly. Walking according to God's will puts the person in a position to have God lead the way and open the doors to the life that he desires for you. Now, back to my story. I'm sure you are dying to know if we all made it to the top of Mount Baldy, and of course we did. But let me tell you, it was one of the hardest eighth of a mile I have ever been on. 
it really was not that long, but boy, oh boy, it felt like it. I took a couple of girls by the hands and pulled them up those last few feet. It was absolutely breathtaking. I will never forget the beautiful sight at the top of Mount Baldy. We could see all around the valley. We could see our campsite far below. We could breathe the clean, fresh air in and out of our lungs that were burning. Our legs were burning, but our hearts and our souls burned brighter because of that challenge that we had just overcome. We each took time to share our feelings of what our thoughts were as we climbed and what it felt like to reach our destination. It was amazing the lessons that had been learned during a half a day hike, most of which had happened in that last challenging part of the hike. As I reflect back on this event, I am reminded of the many challenges we face in our lifetimes. Our paths are all different, yet no less difficult just like the path around and around the mountain or straight up the mountainside. We all have different journeys. And though we can support and love each other through the difficult and the hard, we can't take the challenge away. That's how we grow. Look up, lean in, walk tall. You are a child of God. He is the source. He is our rock. We can hold our heads high and walk tall because of, not in spite of, our challenges. I think about a chrysalis and there's a story you may have heard about a man who found a chrysalis and saw a small opening appear at the top. He watched the butterfly struggle for hours trying to get through the tiny hole. But what happened was that suddenly the butterfly stopped and it appeared that it had completely given up. The man, thinking that he was doing the butterfly a great service, took a pair of scissors and carefully cut the opening so that the butterfly could become free. So the butterfly was able to get out easily, but the man noticed that its body was swollen and the wings shriveled. And he didn't really think anything of it. He just watched and figured the butterfly would develop and the fluid from its body would fill the wings and it would fly away. What he didn't realize was that in freeing the butterfly, he had hampered the development that would have happened had the butterfly continued to struggle and push through the chrysalis, which is nature's way of pushing the fluid from the body and into the wings of the butterfly. Instead, it spent the rest of its life walking around with a swollen body and shriveled wings, unable to fly. Back to Proverbs verse seven, be not wise in thine own eyes. Sometimes, we think that we know what's best for us, that we have it all figured out. And I'm not going to discount that intuition as a very, very large part of getting through our struggles and challenges. But the variable is our reaction to the hard. We can choose to embrace the hard and choose to control the things that we can control. Also, something that I learned when I was struggling to get some relief with, with my mental illness, I would have people say things like, you just need to get out and get some fresh air. Or, come go shopping with me. Retail therapy will make you feel so much better. And I often thought, you can't wish this away. It is what it is. Don't try to solve my problem. 
just give me faith to endure. Just help me build the faith to make it through this challenge. Sometimes in our eagerness to take away another's burden, we hamper their growth. I think of all the things that I would not have learned, all the ways that I wouldn't have grown, the empathy that I never would have built, the places that I wouldn't have gone had I not suffered through this challenge. We can support others. We can validate them. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's a struggle. Yes, things are so tough and look unending. But through it all, we must have the faith to look up, lean in, and walk tall, trusting that He will carry us through the hardest, most challenging leg of our journey, that He will open the doors in front of us, that He will place the people in our path that help us when we don't think we can take another step forward through the mud and the muck. Let Him help you. His way is always better than ours. I'm so glad you all joined me today, and I hope that you will remember to choose joy. See y'all next week.